0: the people out there, we noticed that there was just a tremendous amount of traffic where people are walking into each other. We had to make changes. We had to come up with ideas. It keeps people the opportunity to stay you know, that six-foot distance. All the comments we've gotten back so far that I've seen have been positive, and now that they know that that's what we're asking them to do, they're doing it. This little thing about walking against traffic, it may hang over to when things eventually get back to normal.
1: So, somebody in the Northeast saying they may uh, stick with the idea of one-way sidewalks. He had the accent. Okay, it's got smart park. Mm. How'd you park your car? It's got smart park. Did you park at the harbor? Um, uh, one-way sidewalks. I don't know. We haven't tried that. Where uh, I haven't seen anybody on one-way sidewalks here, but uh, maybe it's a thing that I do think handshaking might go away, which would be fine with me. Wow, I'm just
2: I'm sorry. Folks are sending us various accounts from various parts of the world, particularly Cal Unicornia. Uh seven Fremont residents who swung over to Santa Cruz to get some drinks were given thousand dollar tickets for shelter in place violations.
1: Unbelievable. Well they Let me see if I can
2: find that county.
1: I really would like to know who's making the Santa decision. Cruz County. There has been one death. One. I would not, I would like to know more about who makes the decision county by county across the United States for what's closed and what's open. Uh, How many people are involved in this decision? What is their level of expertise slash intelligence? The people that are making this decision? What? Uh, yeah, what, what? Them. What, what? Yeah. Based on what? What's driving
2: them? What are you using as your... Uh, go ahead and spell out your rationale for us, please, before you tell us we have to stay in our homes. This is the United States of America. We don't stay in our homes unless we damn well please, or you have made a reasonable case for that restriction. I'm looking at counties with zero deaths, zero deaths, one death, four deaths, Three deaths, zero deaths. That uh, all the p- parks are shut down.
1: What the hell? And they weren't when we were more scared. The, the, the this a lot of the, some of this stuff was open. Some of the like locally for me, you could go in the park up until like a week ago. But you, you go back a couple of weeks, that's when we were all scared to death that California, for instance, was going to look like New York. Well, it turns out it's not, not even close. But so why are you getting stricter now? Maybe there's a reason, but I'd sure would
2: like to hear it. I the only rationale I've heard is that we weren't getting the compliance we needed. We st- still saw people out and about, so we had ah, to crack okay, down even okay, harder. Okay, 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 okay. Now That's, we're we're eating that bitter fruit, Jack. No, 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 that no, no, one no, death no, no That no. zero does
1: no. So we got a text about this earlier, and I thought it was pretty good. So there have been a number of studies done, uh, and these are all preliminary. this, this the, um, I heard somebody say the other day there would be PhD dissertations written for decades to come about the economics, the health, the just all kinds of different stuff coming out of this. But if you look at various states, you look at various countries, uh, it seems to have more to do with people getting a sense of how dangerous it was or is, and self-distancing rather than anything the government mandated. You're getting the same results out of states or countries where they did practically nothing as you are out of uh, states or countries where they really clamped down. We just, we either do it or we don't based on how, how important we think it is with the idea then being that it's more about information than anything else you need to have information that gets to people that makes them take it seriously and then they will wash their hands like crazy and stay away from other people and all that sort of stuff uh getting to your question though about w- the the people looking around and seeing people aren't following the rules now it's crossed a line into it's more about the rule than the yes. than the pandemic yep you, you people would have been made good nazis Yeah, it's more about, hey, we've got a rule, you're not supposed to be laying in the park, and you are playing in the park, so we're going to put yellow tape out there. You're you're more in love with the rule than you are what you're actually trying to accomplish. Nazi Germany. (laughs) And that's not surprising out of people in power, because that's what they like to do. Well, and there are a certain sort of uh, sheep-like people who
2: delight in kowtowing to that power. And, for instance, as I discussed earlier, they will videotape you taking a walk in the park with your kid. What? What they're going to do with that. I think they're just showing that they're going to shame you or turn it into authorities or or something like that. Well, the golf courses were still open in my county. There were people who would stop on, like, a street by the course or a walking path that kind of winds around it. They would stop and videotape people playing golf. To show that they're not sheltering in place, even before the county idiotically shut down the golf courses, you people would have fit in so comfortably in the Soviet Union because you're puritanical little rules followers, and and you just you have no sense of proportion. You have no sense of you would obey anything the government told you to do, no matter what they told you to do, and you would turn some you would turn a family member in to get executed because you're such
1: a little toady. Well, when you've got side-by-side counties and one allows golfing and one doesn't, or one allows people in the park and one doesn't, obviously one of those counties is wrong,
2: right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, one's either overreaching or the other's underreaching or, or something. Yeah. 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 And, you know, for the purposes of this discussion, the counties that we're discussing are utterly indistinguishable from each other. Oh, they yeah. are a vast metro area that lie cheek but jowl with each other with nothing dividing them. Mm-hmm. Except an imaginary line on a map,
1: yeah, yeah it's um,
2: it's idiotic. But I'm telling you, and and I have uh, my finger on the pulse of America as always, Jack. The Growing awareness that wait a minute, a lot of these uh, closures and and restrictions and the rest of them, uh, uh, the rest of it, are not born of careful reasoning and and reasonable uh, uh, caution and advice. They're just tin horn, low level bureaucrats who got a little taste of
1: authority and now they've gone nuts. Well, and the reason it's important is if you ever need to do this again. Say it comes back in the fall or we get end up with a new pandemic with a brand new bat, bat, dung disease or whatever. Uh, you're going to have trouble getting people to follow it. If 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 people come out of this with the feeling that you overreacted or made us do stuff based on flimsy evidence. You're going to have trouble getting, getting people to react the same way. You'll have, you'll have like entire streets where business owners say, I ain't shutting down. You going to arrest us all? Are you going to arrest us all? Cause we're not shutting down.
2: Yes, you will absolutely see that. And I suspect you're going to see that in a hurry in, in any part of the country
1: that is on the downside of the curve and has not had a lot of cases. It's a, it's certainly an area where I think some sort of like mass protest would be powerful. If you had a block where all 10 business owners said, we're opening up this weekend, you, you, you know, you make it clear to the media, we're opening up, go ahead, arrest us all if you want to, but we think we should be open. Um, it's going to be pretty tough to get people to follow the policy. Yeah, well, next, uh,
2: actually, the next segment, we have a a couple of think tanks, ideas on how and when the reopening is going to occur. We have uh, old uh, Dr. Fauci, I believe, addressing the same thing, um, easing the restrictions and the rest of it. So maybe that'll be our theme in the next segment.
1: Yeah, I actually have to uh, leave briefly cuz Joe and I are both home today. I'm not home because I'm worried about health. I'm home because well, I'm worried about my son's health. Uh I'm I'm home because my son has his medical procedure today and he actually gets his IV started in this trailer that I'm in, so I got to leave for at least 15 minutes here coming up. Um, I'm home because I'm uh, hosting a mimosa party right after the show is over. Fantastic. And got are a lot of umbrellas to put in a lot of glasses. Did you see the pictures that I tweeted from my local Target over the weekend? I was in there. Why did the, uh, I go the to Target? Shelves. Oh yeah, yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah, and not not just kind of empty, but like like the store was closed. Not empty. like you just built a new shelf and hadn't yeah. put the stuff on it. Yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. there wasn't one item. Was that was the uh, cleaning supplies. That's where you'd Ooh. find any kind of cleaning supply and so one very long completely empty on both sides shelves go next to the next aisle next to it completely empty also it's just absolutely amazing so I'm surprised that we haven't caught up on some of that stuff yet you know you people are that enthusiastic about cleaning come over to my place I'll give you a hundred bucks <laughs> do some cleaning would you but I still really struggle with the so the target I was at uh, wasn't making it uh, mandatory that you had a mask on, although most people did, and I did. Although I eventually took mine off because I have I, I have trouble breathing with those things on. I get winded for some reason. You need better lungs. <laughs> I get winded, and I thought I screw it. and I just took it off. But <laughs> How so- are you at blowing
0: out birthday candles? <laughs>
1: But so I got I got gloves on, but then I'm trying to figure out what I can touch, and then I accidentally touch this, and I think, oh, I touched the card. Oh, damn it! And then it's just then my credit card, I just my phone. Oh, it's on my phone now. I, I end up just paralyzed by the by figuring out what I've touched and what I can't touch and what I clean off. At this point, I'm not good well, at it. For
2: what it's worth, Jack, there are about a quarter million people in your county, and there have been three deaths. So I think uh, your your fellow countyans will be fine. Yeah. If you um, take off your mask when you run short of breath, that thing's too
1: damn thick or something. Well, it's one of the N95 masks, so one of the really
2: good oh, ones. Oh yeah.
1: If I'm if I'm walking at a brisk pace, I can't get enough oxygen. <laughs> if I'm just, if I'm perfectly still, I can wear one. But, like, I was pushing my cart fast around Target because I didn't want to be there very long. And I, <laughs> maybe I need to get in better
2: shape. Well, positive, Sean. I think you'd agree with me that it's the walking at a brisk pace is the mistake he's making. Yeah,
0: uh, gets winded shopping, All right. <laughs> get
1: no cheer I get on a little telemedicine call and tell your doctor that <laughs> oh, yeah i I honestly did. I took my mask off because I just can't, I can't get enough air through this thing yeah ah, er. I tell Maybe you I'm, what when
2: my water glass is mostly empty, I can handle it, but boy, when it's full, I get wind and bring it to my mouth
1: <laughs> oh,
2: oh, oh, it's oh, geez. Or your pants
1: are too tight or something. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe I need to look at my workout regimen. Maybe that's the answer here. Or my or my mask is so clogged up with like corona droplets. Durr. It's just protecting them. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Well, listen, go take care of the boy and we will compare and contrast various
2: let's get this thing open plans coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty show. Armstrong The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, Houston, we've had a problem here. This is Houston, say again, please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. We've had a main B bus undervolt. Roger, main B undervolt. Okay, stand by 13, we're looking at it. So that was 50 years ago today that Apollo 13 had a problem. Uh, Houston, wow, good stuff. If you've never uh, seen Apollo 13, the movie, it's a
0: fabulous and accurate portrayal, starring the fabulous and recently Corona-free Tom Hanks. One of my favorite movies of all time, uh, scenes in any movie of all time, is when they have that that just those several cardboard boxes full of like duct tape and just the here's the equipment they have on the ship. We need to figure out how to turn this into the, the, the parts that we need to get these guys back home. And then just smart people figure it out. It's absolutely amazing. Right.
2: Real life, uh, with uh, lives at stake, MacGyverism. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, so the question before us is, uh, when do we get fired up again? When do we start, uh, restart the economy? And what's it going to look like? Uh, let's, uh, let's see. What's this first clip? Is this, uh, Gottlieb, the, uh, Dr. Gottlieb, the former head of the FDA?
1: You know, there's no question we're going to be opening at some at some risk. I think that's inevitable. There's a lot of pressure right now from the business community on not just the administration but governors as well to start reopening the economy. So I think inevitably we're going to see a slow reopening of business activities through May um, with some risk. But there's always going to be risk.
2: And then Dr. Fauci with a uh, similar theme. Obviously, New York is going to be very different from Arkansas and very different, maybe, from some places on the West Coast. I think it's going to have to be something that is not one size fits all. Right. And that is just patently obvious to anybody who's paying attention to this thing at all. If you are in a place that has had few cases, and according to all of the models, and yeah, those models are imperfect at best, but if you're in a place... With few cases on the downside, then it's time to start seriously getting things going again with the sensible precautions. All right. Should we all be wearing masks? That's, that's fine. But to decimate business after business after business for vague reasons, if any at all, in what would appear now to be, you know, a situation where it's a bad flu year, a particularly bad one. Um, it's just, it's not right. There were, let's see, I'm looking at Cal which has escaped uh, most of the wrath of this thing. Uh, the last day that they have the official figures was, I think, Thursday, 49 deaths. 49. Um, it's a state with 40 million people. It's amazing. Uh, I want to get to the, the contrasting think tank plans for getting the economy going again. Um, we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Uh, But first, I wanted to delve into a little bit more of this piece by a guy by the name of Joe Volberl. Uh, He's writing, his main theme, really, is that, This whole coronavirus thing, the shutting down of the economy, the financial devastation, the stimulus, the checks that haven't shown up, the the unemployment that's getting slow to start the rest of it, is going to cause this uh, further populist backlash or, I don't know, further energize populist politics in a way that could really shake up um, our politics. And I thought he was pretty eloquent in in describing this. Now one of his main points is that a lot of what's happening, the financial devastation, etc., is based on some utterly fallacious, inaccurate models. Just some terrible, terrible maths math. And here's here's what happened. The halves are standing divided together providing Instagram tutorials for how to make a mask at home while relaying to each other what they saw on TV that stay-home measures are working. But the have-nots are sitting on state unemployment websites that keep crashing while waiting for their $1,200 stimulus check that hasn't come so they don't have to choose between buying food for their kids or making their minimum credit card payment. At some point, these forgotten classes are going to start asking policymakers, wait, what, why? And they're going to be extremely disappointed with the answers they are given. The big model everybody's looking at now projects that the daily death count for California's 40 million people has peaked last Thursday. <clears throat> I'm sorry. No, that's actually today. Sorry. And that by May 1st, only 995 out of the 26,000 hospital beds available in California will still be needed for COVID-19. By May 1, the estimate says the virus will have long since been statistically unnoticeable to California's healthcare infrastructure. What's more, a recent study indicated that school closure has little to no impact on preventing the spread of COVID-19. But on April 1st, the day after the 100 000 to 250,000 cases is the best case death count was announced. Do you remember that? Governor Newsom announced that students are out and won't come back it's inconvenient for the haves but deeply problematic for the have-nots a headline on april, i'm sorry headline on april 9th unimaginable two months ago s&p 500 finishes best Week since 1974 as jobless claims exceed 16 million people those two facts are tough to reconcile for the folks on the looting end
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. to well,
1: so this, in London, two people across the street from each other performed Romeo and Juliet, while their neighbors kept yelling for them to both drink poison.
2: <laughs> An excellent and literary punchline. <laughs> Those two crazy kids, if they weren't drinking poison, they were stabbing themselves. <laughs> I tell you what, these millennials in Venice in 1500. Is Mr. Armstrong with us? Thought he was with us. Apparently not. He's asking, Am I connected? I don't know. That's a question for your psychiatrist. <laughs> am so, I, hey,
0: Joe, am I grounded? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're all grounded, Sean, for <laughs> reasons that are unclear.
2: <sighs> I mean, if you're in the Bronx and people are dropping like f- flies, okay, I get it. Um, but if you're uh, if you're in one of the vast swaths of the country where ain't nobody dying, and you still have some d- d- half wit county official telling you you're not allowed to take a walk with your children, good God, what is happening in this country? And we're all submitting to it. But you, you know what? I- as I predicted, this, bah! Bah! this will not. Th- yeah, thank you. <laughs> interrupting this- sheep. <laughs> this will not. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Um, the interrupting sheep. Bah. Uh, so yeah, it will not last. The uh, the defiance is growing. But so this uh, this story I found interesting for a couple of different reasons. First of all, the Daily Mail tra- traffics in in sensationalism, and everybody who reads it knows it. But their headline is the terrifying reports about how lockdown ends. And I'm um, sorry, I've looked at these reports, and they're not the least bit terrifying. In fact, they're only mildly concerning. But having said that, it's actually a really good article by keith griffith who compared and contrasted three new uh, think tank reports on how the reopening should occur you got the american enterprise institute pro-business conservative you got the center for american progress who liberals and harvard safra center for ethics which is a bunch of freaking academics who have no idea what color the sky is out here in the real world okay <clears throat> Uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. They're, they differ in their conclusions, but all three agree life in the U.S. will not fully return to normal until a vaccine is distributed widely and drastic interventions will be needed until then once restrictions are relaxed, blah, blah, blah. All three reports call for a period of national lockdown, which could be lifted after certain conditions are met. For the American Enterprise Institute, AIE, AEI, E-O-I-O-U. Uh, restrictions would ease state by state after a state recorded 14 days of falling case numbers.
1: You have falling numbers for 14 days in a row. You get to open. Even, well, even given the fact that uh, the testing is so haphazard? Especially, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Without massive testing. And exactly the same amount of testing every day. How would you know? I saw a couple of experts over the weekend say Make it deaths mass testing is never going to happen. It just what? isn't. Yeah, that's, that's just never going to occur. Oh man, did they explain why? Uh, it's just it's just too big a country. It's just we're just never going to get up to speed to be able to do that in time for it to matter.
2: Interesting. Okay, so here are your three plans. The A E I says all right, fourteen day lockdown, like till the end of April and we've got to have capacity for 750,000 tests per week. Now the 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 liberal plan, the Center for American Progress, which would not be progress. All change is not progress, Jack. Their plan is a 45-day lockdown and digital surveillance systems for contact tracing. Oh, fantastic. Compulsory digital surveillance. The Harvard Where do plan, I sign up? <clears throat> So we've gone 14-day lockdown, 45-day lockdown. The Harvard plan is a three-month lockdown, 90 days, millions of daily tests, and digital surveillance.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, these. Yeah. Th- these are all written by people who are looking for the perfect way to do it. Uh, n- n- no other considerations to mental health, the economy you know, marriages, anything else. It's only about what would stop the disease. And right. if that's what you're doing, this is the way you would do it. Right, exactly. Yeah, it, and you know what's funny is the public health officials who
2: are supposed to be so learned and wise are are turning out not to be. They're like a heroin junkie. They're only desire is to score heroin they will steal from the loved ones they will commit crimes they will crawl around on a bathroom stall they will they will earn 20 bucks the hard way their only (laughs) the only thing they have in their minds is is uh, preventing the disease from spreading and listen it's not an awful goal i mean it's admirable in its way even though part of it's just covering their own asses um but that's the only thing that's in their minds, whereas you have millions and millions of people facing financial ruin, poverty, pain, addiction, you know, marriage is falling apart, as you mentioned, Jack, just a, a, a dozen horrific outcomes. And those are not even entering into the minds of the academics and, and bureaucrats
1: yeah and it kind of reminds me i mentioned this earlier jonah goldberg had an interesting piece over the weekend he was trying to push back against everybody who believes look at how these various governments have handled it so much better than the united states and it's all authoritarian governments or where they have a lot less freedom (laughs) and and he was making the point that yes a dictatorship uh is better at handling a pandemic the founding fathers did not create a country With the idea of what would be the best government to handle a pandemic. It was (laughs) what would be the best government to allow people to have the most freedom to, you know, pursue happiness. Our, our system is almost, uh, not almost, is certainly not the best system for handling uh, a, a crisis like this. Yeah, but you see, and
2: you're seeing this, if you have the consent of the governed, the response can be quite effective. But it requires the consent of the governed, and they've gone beyond that in a lot of places, and people are getting pissed. You might find this interesting. I'm I'm dismissing the, the wackadoodle plans. I'm just going to go with the AEI plan now. In Phase 2, and this is just a couple of weeks away, the majority of schools, universities, and non-essential businesses could reopen. Working from home would still be encouraged where it's possible. Gatherings limited to less than 50 people. Those over 60 or with health risk factors would be encouraged to isolate at home. And the report states the trigger for a move to phase two should be when a state reports a sustained reduction in cases for at least 14 days, which is one incubation period. And local hospitals are safely able to treat all patients requiring hospitalization without resorting to crisis standards of care. Further condition for Phase 2, AEI stipulates that the state would need the capacity to test all people with COVID-19-like symptoms, along with capacity to conduct active monitoring of all confirmed cases and their contacts. That seems perfectly reasonable to me.
1: I think if you were going to do this over, you, um, you do cancel all the big events, sporting events. I think school has to. You can leave all businesses open for the most part, and everybody wears a mask. And I think you, you'd ended up in the same spot. I don't have any idea what I'm talking about, but if if I were king and rule the world and could go back in time, that's the way I would have done it. We all wear masks right off the bat, and uh, businesses stay open, and every place where people gather in large groups, you do have to you do have to stop that for a period of time. But I think we would have been fine, and you wouldn't have had to dev- devastate the economy. Man, I sure wish we could have run that parallel
2: experiment. That would have been so interesting. Breaking news, breaking news. The Smithfield Foods plant is going to close their, I'm sorry, Smithfield Foods Company is closing their Sioux Falls plant indefinitely amid a COVID-19 outbreak. Well, that seems reasonable. They have an outbreak, so they're closing it down. Um, Mike Hansen, our executive producer, fears a pork shortage. So I suggest you run immediately to the grocery store, buy every pork product you can find. Probably go to the pet food store, examine the packs of bags if there's any pork products in that. Buy up the dog food.
1: Start I saw George Stephanopoulos from ABC this week has the corona. I saw. I
0: didn't notice today if he's still working on a Good Morning America. I believe he announced it on the on the show today. I don't know if he was okay. in the studio or not. But didn't it, I think his wife got it like a week yeah. or so ago? Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I hope he's okay. This disease is no joke. You're very
1: unlikely to get it. If you get it, it, it can be terrible. So It, it can be nothing, or it could kill you in five days. Right, exactly. No matter your health or age, by the way. Well, not no matter your age. The number of people dying under 25 is almost zero. But Yeah, uh, but everybody in America hears about every one of them. You know, because the news media goes crazy. But if you're a healthy, like, 40-year-old, it, it, it is either going to be nothing or it will kill you in a couple of days, which is just amazing. I mean, yeah, that's
0: they'll just figure amazing.
1: out why
2: that is at some point, And I think it has to do with the, the article I was sharing with you last week about hemoglobin and iron in your lungs and the rest of it. But, uh, yeah, it's it's shocking. It's nothing for most people and and just mows healthy people down once oh, in a while.
1: The way it attacks some people, just all of a sudden you got symptoms and by next week you're dead is just freaking amazing. Yeah,
2: uh, It's sad. It's horrible. Well, and people are dying alone, too, which is just unthinkable. But um, science is working around the clock to get a handle on this stuff. So we'll, uh, we'll all find out together, as I often say. But I'll tell you this. To decimate America's working class in particular for the next several months, as the academics and the uh, bureaucrats would have you do, it's a terrible idea. We can't do it.
1: Checks are supposed to start showing up in people's accounts today. Certainly, text us or email us. If you got your government check, how much? And uh, did it just appear? And, and what's that going to do for your situation? I hope, it, uh, I, hope it, um, I hope it helps. I hope it helps the way it was intended to help. All right, we're going to finish strong next. Don't go away.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty
0: Show I've today left hospital after a week in which the NHS has saved my life no question it's hard to find words to express my debt but before I come to that I want to thank everyone for the effort and the sacrifice you have made and are making so thank you from me from all of us to the NHS. And let's remember to follow the rules on social distancing, stay at home, protect our NHS and save lives. Order!
2: Order! Bojo out of the hospital and good for him. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So if you have a serious problem in your area or the uh, trend is upward, yes, you ought to stay home. If not, you ought to be thinking about getting back to work and getting the economy going and letting Americans provide for themselves and not be dependent on the government just because the government in an excess caution is telling you you ought to be. You know, I'm looking at these three think tank plans. The Center for American Progress is the lefty think tank founded by John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. And there are a number of aspects to this that are really troubling to me. The CAP report argues that a federally mandated nationwide stay at home policy must be instituted starting now for a minimum of 45 more days, a minimum. The report speaks glowingly of the dramatic steps taken by the Chinese government at the source of the pandemic where in some cases families were physically locked in their apartments from the outside, including ANG, uh, an a listener who found herself padlocked in her apartment. What? Ch- China's lockdown, according to the CAP report, China's lockdown was enormously successful in suppressing the transmission. In China, a lockdown of two months achieved near zero transmission, although the government does not count asymptomatic positive cases. Wow, they're overlooking, A, the Chinese lie about everything, and B, they imprisoned their people after covering the thing up and jailing doctors and nurses who dared speak about it. That's being praised by the Center for American Progress. That's fabulous in order to uh, enter their version of phase 2 where social distancing rules are relaxed cap also calls for widespread testing randomized surveillance testing and instantaneous contact tracing whether you like it or not that means national nationwide digital surveillance system that tracks the moment movement of every citizen using their cell phone location data once that gets started it will never ever stop there will be a new emergency most uh, next month the uh, American Enterprise Institute says if you get diagnosed, um, then perhaps we can consent to having that digital uh, tracking happen, but only if you actually get diagnosed. So uh, it is amazing the the very very different worldviews at work in the different think tanks' uh, suggestions. It's shocking, actually. It's really troubling. Um. You know, maybe we'll talk about this a little bit more tomorrow. I don't want to wear it out, but uh, I like the uh, the CEO of Walmart is talking about the trends they've seen in buying. Week one was hand sanitizer, soaps, and disinfectants. You couldn't get them anymore. You remember that, right, when you were trying to find hand sanitizer? And we were all learning to make it our, on our own at home, and then we realized all of the uh, high-content alcohol was gone from the shelf. Week two was toilet paper. Week three was Baking supplies, wheat, and yeast, and oddly spiral hams. I, it's a good, you know, it's a cured meat. It hangs around for a while. Sean, you eat a, a slice of ham today, you could eat the rest of it in four, five, six days. I
0: still have frozen spiraled ham in my freeze in my freezer from uh from Thanksgiving because I got uh, just a way too big thing for a serving for two people. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, it it thaws out it's delicious. Well, see, the thing about ham is that it's
2: so dense. And 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 it's all meat. I mean, there's not like a lot of fat in there that you trim out. Oh, so you right, get a right, right. Ham. Right. It looks fairly modest
0: sized, but you could eat every single cubic centimeter. Yeah, yeah, it. like ninety eight percent of it is is edible, as opposed to like a, a chicken, like a turkey. Or, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. You get a gigantic turkey for Thanksgiving. The thing looks enormous, and then yeah, by the time you pick all the meat off of it, it was plenty of meat. But no, ham is your your highest. Uh, bites per cubic inch in, in the food world. But which anything, really is to- how we
0: should be judging meats, I feel.
2: Clearly. Um, Getting back to the... So that was week four of the baking supplies. Then week five, which we're in, or just got out of, depending where you are, is hair clippers and hair dye sales are skyrocketing.
0: So um, I-, I heard you mention Walmart. yeast there, and I've been seeing a lot of people sharing online... Like the new trendy thing to bake at home now is peanut butter bread. Because it's really? a bread thing that doesn't require yeast... I guess somebody oh. found, like, a, a cookbook from, the, like, the 20s, the Depression-era recipes of what to make with scraps from your pantries, and huh. this thing's actually pretty good. The, uh, you know, the, the baking wizard here? She made up some peanut butter bread today and brought it in. It's actually pretty oh, good. Oh, really? It, yeah. I'm it's,
2: sorry I'm missing out on it. It's a
0: hearty bread, but it's, a,
2: it's good. So here's my week. Here's my question, though. I'm reading while I'm talking. Never do that, Joe. My question is week six. What are people going to be hoarding and panic buying week six? See, that's what I need to buy up and, and sell at gouging emergency prices. <laughs> I just got to get ahead of it. What would be next after clippers and hair dye? I just don't know. All right. Hey, uh, let's get a final thought, huh? Final Thoughts with a Yeah. So let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Uh, Put a neat little bow on it. There he is. He presses the buttons. He keeps us on the air. Michelangelo, your final thought.
0: All right. Well, today I'm sheltered in place at home, and I have cheesecake, chocolate cake, and delicious barbecue salmon from the grill yesterday.
1: This is going to be good eating.
2: Oh, yeah. I cooked
1: up a little uh, soul
2: last night on the grill. Uh, The fish. Love the fish. Positive Sean, a final thought.
0: Yeah, I hate to admit that my my physical activity has really fallen off a cliff since this whole sheltering in place thing. I'm going to make a commitment to work out every day this week and break a sweat each day in honor of my uncle Frank, who always asked me when was the last time you broke a sweat. So I got to break a sweat a couple times a day, but every day this week. I'm going to be breaking a sweat. Way to go, Uncle Frank. Jack is uh, tending
2: to his son's uh, medical procedure right now, so uh, we'll let him go and take care of the boy. And speaking of family, my final thought: uh, some of y'all uh, sent emails. After listening to my daughter on Friday's show slash podcast and said some very nice things, uh, you're right. She is every bit as as good a person as she comes off. And if there's one thing I'm proud about about my three kids, and they're all very, very different human beings, is they're all decent. They're all good people. Then um, you know, as a parent, that's that's pretty good. Uh, So uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, More coronavirus crap tomorrow and, and, and more agitating for the practical, the financial, the business interests to get a seat at the table. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All of our clicks are there we talk about. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. You can download all of our podcasts, the radio show, the One More Thing, uh, the extra-large stuff. We have fabulous swag, T-shirts and hoodies and, and hats Give them to each other, a little uh, retail therapy in these troubled times. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.
1: Do it for your granddaddy. Do it for your big mama. Do it for your pop pop.